here we go. Welcome back to the Curse of Strahd. Uh, we have the host set up, and that will be our term for the, it's what, uh, four times five players, so there's 20 uh, hopefully useful characters of dubious backgrounds. We've got a few folks who are, they descend from money, ostensibly, uh, all the way down to criminals and street urchins and quite a few entertainers. So again, we'll talk about what we talked about last time. This manor uh, is colloquially known as the Witch House. And it has been here, but not been here. It depends on who you speak to. Uh, some of the elders remember, and so other of the elders deny that there is even a manor. Um, it has been burned to the ground three times because every time that the manor becomes uh, prominent, on the landscape, it just brings terrible things to your village and to the countryside. And currently that is the same situation. Uh, there has been famine, there have been missing villagers, children have gone missing, uh, and the basic peace and uh, prosperity overall is just shattered in your lands. Uh, milk is turning sour, coming straight out of uh, out of the udder. The food is not growing. Uh, there are quarrels between family members. Uh, there are mysterious fires that start. Uh, so there was a lottery done, as in the days of old, where a king would be sacrificed uh, to one pave the way for the new king, a younger king, but also to appease the gods, uh, the old gods. That is the hallmark of Druidism. We talked about that, that. There's two religions that your people know. There is the Church of the Undying Sun, S-U-N, as in the thing in the sky. And then the Old Way, which is the Druidism. Um, depending on where you fall on those lines, that's going to be up to you. We'll, get, we'll, we'll discover that as we go through this. Uh, in the last three nights, there have been more and more locals that have gone missing. So the lottery was had, and it was agreed upon that at the onset of sunset that the winners of the, of the lottery would venture into the manor and put an end to whatever is happening inside of the manor once and for all because apparently it's not just the physical embodiment of the manor but there is a dark force and that dark force must be confronted and as you were told by the burgomeister there are no heroes coming there is no hope from on high you are the only hope of this place. There are elderly and there are infirm who cannot up and move. They would simply not make it. To ask them to do so is unthinkable. Uh, this village has been in place for hundreds of years and it must remain so. So you are the last effort that your people have. As you start, you are escorted into the the manor estate grounds, right, the, the uh, of the uh, of the actual place, and dark clouds have formed, and a rain has begun, a very light rain with some distant thunder in the background. The rest of your people, who can make it, have brought you to about say 20, 30 yards away, and there they stay. And as you're approaching, the the, the gate to the estate is wide open. And as you cross that threshold and you're looking over your shoulders and saying farewell to your loved ones, possibly for the last time, 
Um, that's when you do realize that they have also brought crossbows and bows at the ready, uh, just in case any of you decided to change your minds. And at the state your characters are currently in, uh, that is more than enough to kill you. <laughs> so we, we will talk about that real quick. Uh, in normal D&D, you get death saves if you are taken to zero hit points. The exception to that primarily is for mass damage. If you take damage and the amount of damage remaining is equal to or greater than your maximum hit point total, it's an instant death. So for most of these characters, that is a very likely event. So most of these characters are very likely not going to have death saves. So your, your actions will have consequences. Um, and again, this is meant to be gothic horror. It's meant to be very old school in nature. Um, so you don't have to ask, can you do something? If you want to investigate, again, for secret doors under a rug, that's all you have to say is, you know, Wolf is checking under the rug for secret doors. Um, and then we'll just go from there. If there's a role that's required, there's a role that's required. And that goes with anything. Uh, there is some specificity that needs to be had. You can't be in a room and say, I check for traps. You're going to have to at least say, hey, I'm going to check for traps over near you know the fireplace. And then we can go from there. So with that, as you approach the house, let me pull you over and going to have to very likely find your can you see your character tokens at least at the bottom of the map once it loads I can see an orange square okay yeah so you see an orange square so do me a favor if you double click those orange the orange squares those are each one of those squares is one of your characters okay yep. uh, you can double click them and if you go to if you go to the dynamic lighting tab, they all have vision turned on. So your we, we, we don't have access to that. Only the GM has access. Oh to my it. God! Why? Um, I see orange. Now, if it helps, if, if it makes it easier for you, yeah. On your sidebar there, on the left, uh huh. There should be a picture of a torch. There is. And you can drag that to the token. Does it travel with the token? I can't remember. It's okay. I can, I can turn this on. Which? How many of your characters? Which of your characters have torches? Let's do that. All of my characters have torches. All of them. Yeah. All, right, all, all of them. All of them. Okay. All of them. Um, the only one of mine who, uh, I think, uh, Anon only has like one has three torches though. Okay. Everyone else has five. Yeah, Arthur only has two. All right. Now, what I can, I'm gonna get to your characters. No, and if it helps, I mean, we don't all need to have torches going at the same time. Yeah, no, because you're going to be in a five... The, the spaces are five feet, so as you're going in, the house isn't that big, as you can already see some of the walls yeah. that you're standing next to. So, yeah, you can have one... Then I'd say just pick one of my tokens and have that torch lit, and the other three will leave their torches unlit. Okay, Hreth <laughs> has his token lit for Orin. Which one of your characters do you want to have the torch lit? Bear. Definitely there. He's my guy. Yeah, bright, he must survive. Bright light for twenty feet, and because these are not real torches, apparently they have surefire torches. So. You shouldn't have your favorite character hold the torch. He's just going to be a target. Bad luck. Uh, Audra, which no, one he's going to be characters? in the middle between all uh, the other characters. <laughs> which one? Katir. Katir. How do you say that? I don't know. There she is. Yeah, yeah. However you say it. Here. 
however you say it. I say cater because I've hired her to bring food to my manor. Oh boy. So it'd be You're the chef. You don't want my food. <laughs> and let's see. Blue is Ethan. Ethan, which one of your characters has to a torch? Uh, give it to Georg. Sure, right. Can I change mine from bear to arid? Yeah. <laughs> hey, oh, I was just joking, bro. No, no, you're right. Actually, because I wanted to hold my amulet in the other hand. <laughs> Not that it'll do anything for me, but I feel like it'll give him some luck. You want it an Ain't it? Uh, no, arid. Yeah. I want it on arid, actually, instead of bear. Oh, there it is. Fun. The torch does not Passive wisdom perception. Alright. Save that and uh Santa. Which one? Uh Harlux. Harlux. You guys have some pretty cool randomly generated names, I'll say that. Uh, you guys could have changed your names too, I think I told you that, but No, they still fun. like the randomness. You guys are yeah. all troopers. I appreciate yeah. it. All right, everyone has it. So, as you approach the house, uh, we will be using marching orders ever so slightly, uh, just because we're going to need to, right? And these gates here, it is, um, it's a pair of iron rock gates, and as your characters close within about 30 feet of the house, they swing outward towards you and allowing you access to the portico which is this little front porch area right here now the question is is there is room for two characters to enter the portico no we can't see the portico per se or what's behind the portico Right, it just it's a it is a it's it's a it's a regular portico. It's made of stone. It matches the rest of the house, the facade. Um, no, I, I mean, can we since it's open? Can we see inside it? Yeah, I think your characters might be too far back. That might be the problem. I can see into it, and all you see is the is pretty much like two squares and a door. There you go. There's some old yeah. school buddying up. That's what I'm talking about. How can you see all the way over there? Uh, it's it's right. It's actually right in front of where my yeah. Character. His character just happened to line up right in front of it, so yeah. it was easy uh, enough. Yeah. So if I move red over here, I can see a okay. I, I can only see one square up. Okay. Yeah. Is it working now for you? Well, vaguely, yes. <laughs> I, I can't I see, see anything to the left. I can't see anything to the left of my token. Yeah. No, I can only see straight up. Okay, that's good actually. That means they did their work on this map because I see your, I see, I can see your. Uh... Do y'all see this red box up here that says orange hose? <laughs> no, I have Santa's hose. <laughs> if you move it over slightly to the left, it says host, not hose. Yes, it's definitely, <laughs> definitely not hose. None of us have. No. Well, maybe the, maybe the nobles. Maybe the nobles. <laughs> Lucky me, I got three nobles. <laughs> but even your nobles are too poor to have hose, man. I mean, no, yeah. they all they all have to share the same one. Okay. <laughs> your nobles might be the worst people on earth. Just saying. 
This is a new form of. Um, oh my god! This is a giant joke on them. So, uh, again, the question stands. The, so the portico is it, again. It, it's tiled up. It's it's got some stonework to it. Um, it looks well maintained. It's clean. It's free of debris. Free of leaves. The doors themselves seem to have some kind of bas relief uh, cut into them. But it's uh, a little difficult to, to make out fine details at this at this distance. Uh, what you do see, however, is on either side of the of the the portico, there are oil lamps that can be lit. And I realize I lit them anyway, but I don't have a choice. So, but there are two oil lamps, and those are those two things right there, and they're hanging on the wall. Well, red will go in. I can't even see where you're pointing for the oil lamp. Hold on, I got you. Let me move you over. Here you are. There's red. Do you see it? Yes. Okay. Okay. Is anyone um, want? Does anyone want to join red? What is and who is red? Yeah. Tell us about red since he made the first move. Something real quick. Uh, red is a jester. Oh. Um, he <laughs> he is. Well, because he's a jester, he's he's greedy. I guess not because he's a jester, but he is greedy. He's, he uh, likes to hang out in the nobles' manors and try and get some extra coin. Um, and he has aspirations of being a famous court bard at some point. Although he does need to be careful because he did satirize a noble one time, um, and that noble now wants his head. So he... Uh, you know. We're going to say that noble is very likely in this party. So outstanding. <laughs> uh, does anyone else want to join Red the Red the Jester? Uh, I think Harlix would join. Harlix, go ahead and move yourself up there. Bear would probably go as well. All right. You move. I'll move Bear over for you since I know it's hard for you to see what's happening. I think that works. There it goes. There's a lot of people in this hallway. There is a lot of people in this hallway. There's a whole bunch of you. So the two of you approach the portico. The bas-relief on the door, uh, now that you can see it, it looks to be uh, some sort of windmill structure, or at least the sigil of a windmill, that is cut into the wood itself. And it, it's not it's, it's not only decorative, but um, it has a, it's very finely detailed. There, there's a lot of points to this uh, This this carving what is harlix or yeah what is harlix tell us a little bit about harlix um harlix is a younger uh gentleman um still trying to find his way in the world he kind of signed up as a sailor uh but he he has never necessarily been the best talker. He's never been the best at really anything. He's always just kind of been around, and he's trying to make himself, like, as much as he kind of almost is fearful of this, he sees this as one way of maybe becoming something. Um, he truly believes that mutual respect among people is a good thing. Um he was cheated out of a share of profits at one point, uh, and he does think he is dessert like he deserves more than he actually has. And because he's kind of young and brash, uh, he he's able to be goaded into situations a lot easier. If it's if he's told he's a wimp or something like that, he'll probably go more out of his way to, in order to uh, 
you know, show that he isn't. Okay. Okay. And for the sailors in the groups, we have more than one. Uh, you have visited foreign ports, every single one of you. Um, and so you do understand the value of objects, you know, to foreigners and foreign lands, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So the two of you are up there. Bear, you are behind them. Bear, uh, what's your character's background? What is a little something about Bear? He was born uh, as a noble, um, so when he was raised up, he had a pretty, you know, pretty good life considering he's so not living you, on the streets. Are you a noble noble, or are you like a member of a rich merchant house or a guild or anything or something like that? Um, I was gonna say more of like a noble noble, but like he's not close enough to the throne at all. He's just like just one of the royals. Um, like a low royal standing, not necessarily high, but you know, high enough to live a pretty good life. Um, he's not terribly old, but he, uh, despite being born with royal stuff, he, he doesn't think of other people as like above each other or below. So we're all just human, right? And um, considering that, but he he does want respect, but people still deserve to be treated with dignity. Um, other than that, I mean, I think him treating um, like civilians and urchins with respect and and dignity, anyway, uh, it didn't. His family didn't really like that since they're royals. Um, he uh, he likes to think he's a little religious, but he doesn't because he was born in a church. Um, but he's he's not really particularly trained in anything. Okay, so you take it as an omen. I see. All right, outstanding. So the three of you are standing there. For each of you, if you look over to your left-hand side, with a little sidebar, you can see a picture of a D20. If each of you can, when you hold over that, it'll hover down. And if you go down to the D20, can all of you give me, just click the D20 one time, please. Okay. Uh, Of course. Of course. So far, so good. Right, right on track. Rich has a <laughs> one. But yeah. wait, how did Fluffy Pants get my roll? I don't understand that. <laughs> I don't understand that. Hey, you don't have to roll for Hareth, dude. You just roll for, uh, just roll a general d20. Yeah, that, that's what I did. I just have my character okay. speaking as Hareth so that right. my token looks different. Than... Does, uh, and then one, we need two more people. All, all, all of you, sorry, Audra and Ethan included. So... Nice. There we go. Oh, nice. Okay. So we'll start with Ethan first. Uh, Ethan, uh, you hear, uh, as they walk up to the portico, you hear, and it's in a distance, and you're not really sure of what distance it's coming from, but it's somewhere in the house. You hear... (laughs) 
and Audra, uh, as your people are milling about, uh, one of them just happens to look up at the windows and you're looking over the facade of the house and on the third floor you see a dark shadow rapidly close a curtain. Be careful in there guys, I think there's a child in there playing some pranks. <laughs> Sounds up to some mischievous stuff. <laughs> Seems a little more ominous than a child. <laughs> <laughs> well, what will make you all think that? <laughs> Didn't you hear that little tee-hee, tee-hee? Are those? <laughs> no, those I heard it. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, I did not hear that laughing, or that laughter, no. And I've Lana. heard the trickling of urine down one's pants. <laughs> <laughs> and right on cue, the storms begin to get heavier and the lightning begins to flash. What are you guys going to do? You got two Quickly. people blocking it. Get in there! Is, is, is everybody get inside! Do what? Is there something blocking our way to there this? There is nothing blocking your way into this place. Okay, so we can take the oil lamps and go down that other hallway that we saw, right? The, ahead of you. Yeah, I mean, right now, I all I, I can't I can't see anything. Yeah, yeah. There's a set of doors in front of you, so the hallway is nothing. That's just because the map has like multiple layers attached to it. Okay, so let's open one of the doors. Fred will open one of the doors. Get inside. Get out of the rain. Yeah, Harlix will crack open the door and peek his head in with I'm, the torch. I, I'm yeah. moving Fred inside, and I'm moving Harlix inside. And just so you know, I'm taking the oil lamp and putting my torch out to conserve my torch, since the oil lamp will last longer. Outstanding. Alright, and then I'm going to delete the oil lamp from here. There you go. So, for you two, uh, the question is, is, does anyone else step up, or do you two want to describe the scene to the group? You guys tell me how you want to proceed. Um, uh, I, I uh, would... Probably, uh, eventually they're all going to have to get in there, so they, they'd start moving say, a little bit, yeah. but like Ames, Wolf, and Alice, they're going to just kind of move up a little, but they're not going to go in, so we'll describe it to whoever can't make it into the room. All right, so this room is a grand foyer. Uh, it is 10 wide by 15 long. It ends in another set of double doors. There doesn't appear to be any means of internal lighting inside this foyer, no oil lamps present. However, there is a few uh, curiosities inside this foyer. On the south wall, so that's the wall that you can see where there's the gray objects, that's south, north is the other direction, right? And moving up into the house, which is really going east, east. into the house, yes. So on the south wall, there is a actual combat shield and that's that disc shaped thing in the middle of the wall there and it is emblazoned on a field of red and sitting on that field of red is a another uh, windmill uh, very stylized it's a gold in color um, probably has seen better days and it's flanked by those square objects are portraits of different human beings. Uh, 
how many human? How many portraits? There are four portraits. I'm gonna scoot you up a little bit. Bear, do you want to be in there? Um, yeah, and I was just gonna have like my other people start moving into because I'm sure they don't want to be out in the rain, especially like yeah, sure. Anon, considering she lives out in the rain and would prefer shelter if she gets it. Sure, sure. She gets I'm gonna dump you guys in there. You guys can start moving your characters. Audra, you guys can't really see anything, can you? Is this just a tiny little? Oh, this is not a little two by two room. Is Let's it? see. Georg had a lamp. Georg starts shoving people left and right to get inside. He's like, "Get out of my way!" <laughs> <laughs> she was see my clothes to get wet. Audra, you had you got your people in there. All right, so everyone is in there, and you see what you see. The doors that lead out of this room and further into the house are still very beautiful in design, and they are framed in uh, dark mahogany. Okay, so a couple questions. Doors to the east are dark mahogany, right? You said double doors? Yep. There are portraits. Is that what's on the south wall, or what what are those objects on the south wall? Yes, on the south wall are four portraits. Uh, There is a, a a human male. Uh, probably in his 30s or 40s, a human female, uh, same age, and two children, uh, ages about maybe preteen and toddler. Is there an artist's signature on any of the portraits? There is not an artist's signature. However, each portrait does have a name plate attached to it. What are the names? The names are Gustav, Elspeth, Rosalda, and Torvald. Okay. Gustav, I'm assuming that's a 30-year-old man? Yes. Gustav, uh, Elspeth, you said? Mm Mm-hmm. Is that the 30-year-old woman? It is. Then there was, uh, who were the other two kids? Uh, Rosvalda. That is the preteen female. And Torwald, which is the toddler, a little bit maybe older than toddler, male child. Okay. Um... And there's where was the windmill? Uh, the windmill is on the shield. It's uh, it, it's yeah, you know, it's it's painted on uh, in enamel on that shield. And is that shield removable it, from the it, wall? It looks like you probably could pull it off the wall. Then Red's gonna take it off the wall. All right, Red, you have a shield. When, the sh- when Red pulls a shield off the wall, for those of you who are uh, close by, for outside, there is a massive uh, peal of thunder and a flash of lightning that cuts across the estate. From inside, you hear something massive hit a wooden floor on the level above you. Uh... What have you done? You've doomed us all! I'm going to open the doors and go through the doors. (laughs) 
Uh, Harlix is going to be slightly shrinking as he walks in. All right. There's probably a safe up there that dropped. We got to go figure that out. <laughs> oh, that's one bet. Says Georg the criminal. <laughs> that's one bet. So as you're coming through, the rest of you see where the shield used to be. Uh, now you can see the portraits, uh, as indicated. Um, in the area you're coming into, for those of you who can see, there is... Right there, it's perfect. There is a fireplace on the northern wall. There are multiple doors leading out of this room, and there is a grand spiral staircase leading up to the second floor. The, the staircase itself is uh, looks to be of a decorative marble uh, almost a red in color a very dark red in color and mounted above the fireplace is a long sword hanging in its scabbard just a regular old long sword I don't know are you a wizard I, I wish Arid looks at the long sword and he he wants to inspect it um, a little bit more closely, just to see if he can tell like what type of metal it is or whatnot. Okay, do me. So a he's gonna grab it. Okay, Aaron, do me a favor. I'm gonna scoot Aaron over closer to where the mantle is, and everyone else, you can start piling your characters in. Uh, anyone have any issues moving their people? Yeah, go ahead and put your people kind of up, and then we'll get into what we need to do. And then I was going to give you guys single squares to represent your host and then make you choose your your favorite babies to die off one at a time, but I was like, oh, this might be more interesting to just crowd the room with 30 people. This <laughs> <laughs> the chaos of exploration, so here we go. The, the Gango oh. bonus would be insane. Who, who is it that's walking up to the sword? Arid. Arid and, uh, yeah. Arid hey, hey Arid, if you're going to grab that, I'd say check it to see if it's attached to any, like, Strings or wires or something, because something—it's kind of weird that we grab the shield and we hear a thump above. So, oh, well, it's, it's funny you should that. say that because I need Kane, Britha, Arid. Uh, oh no, who is that? Wolf and Alice to make dexterity saves, please. As Aaron approaches the fireplace and you begin falling in the room, there is a massive explosion of black fire out of the fireplace. Oh no. Oh, and that's dexterity? It is dexterity. Oh, poor Aaron. Uh, How do you make that roll? So um, when you're just... looking at this under the, like next okay. to your attributes, there's a box that says saving throws and one of them is dexterity okay so Kane got a three and okay. Britha got uh, 15 nice you said where was the saving throws the ironically enough Britha is the one with the negative <laughs> that's my first second that's a crit fail another one that's yeah. my second one I've rolled that's crazy my first two were crit fails damn it finder you've cursed me Oof. You, you just click on the dexterity button. Right? That's that was arid. Oh, I actually did mine wrong. So where's the button? I clicked <laughs> just on dexterity. That's why. 
Yeah, as a save you have, it'll take your anything. So Wolf okay. got a four. Right. Alus got the twelve. Okay. And who was the other ones that you needed it from? Uh let's see. That was stop doing the explosion. <laughs> it was uh Wolf and Arid and Alus. <clears throat> okay. That was for year two. And then Kane and Britha. Oh, so Bear didn't need to make one. Uh, Bear is not near the fireplace. Essentially, that thing shot, it, it exploded into fire at uh, 10 feet. My first roll was the arid one. That, okay. So I did him, and then I did Bear next. Well, Kane sucked. Okay, so <laughs> let's find out. So that fire deals two points of damage to everyone who failed to save. The cutoff oh. is a 13 or better. Well, then both of my guys are... Both of mine failed. All right. Kane failed. Kane failed. So what is the start taking off those hit points? How many yeah. points of damage did you say? Two points of damage. Oof. Hit points. Uh, do we have any one. corpses already? <laughs> uh, yeah, Alice dies. Oh. <laughs> well, oh no. Alice is at negative one. Well, how many? How was her maximum hit points? One. So yeah, <laughs> that's dead. So there's no negatives in fifth edition. You go to zero, and if the damage is left over, if it's equal to or greater than your maximum hit points, you die outright. Yeah, that's equal. All right. So this is. I think that's Alice right there. Yep. Th this one right here. Is, yeah. That one that has the big square yep. on it. Yep. All right. Arid or Wolf is fine. No. Nope. Wolf takes damage. Who were you rolling for, Ethan? That was a misroll by oh, me. Oh, I gotcha. <laughs> and then Kane, uh, yeah, Kane and Britha. Who's a, who do those belong? Oh, that's uh, Santa. Yeah, um, Kane got did got damage dealt to him, and Britha is just champing it. All right, what is Kane's hit point total now? Uh, he's at two from four. Okay, nice, and Britha. Is fine. Uh, yeah. And Wolf is down to uh, who the person who started this? Arid, where are you? He's uh, right here. No, He's still I mean, hit point total. Oh, uh, well, hey, let's see here. I think he has three. Okay. And you made it though, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, we're using the secondary set too, right? Yeah. Nope, just the first. The first oh, numbers are the first. It, it rolls the uh, advantage disadvantage for you automatically. Oh uh, well, then no. Uh, I should have one health now. That. Oh, all right. Look at that. I got a one. That's unfortunate. All right. There's an explosion of fire, and it's a it's almost as blackish purple fire that erupts out of the fireplace. Upstairs, you hear. <laughs> As a door slams shut. Hmm. Well, nope. that was unfortunate. <laughs> he's gonna look around him, and he's gonna take an account of everyone. Uh, you know, if everyone's alright, and he sees, um, uh, what was her name? <laughs> he didn't. He didn't know her name anyway. Oh, so or Alice. Alice. Alice is gone. He's like, ah, that girl's dead. Yeah. Uh, that, that is unfortunate. Does anybody know her family or something? <laughs> no. 
They sent yeah. us in here to be slaughtered. <laughs> Fair enough. And then now he's gonna check for traps. Because after that, I don't think that was a trap, but. Well, <laughs> check, check for a trap. Definitely a trap. <laughs> check for a trap. Uh, and Gillian, uh, as you're coming up to that portico, the iron gate slams shut behind you, and you <laughs> see a heavy fog begin to roll in from the west. Gillian grabs the bars and looks out longingly. He's like, <laughs> I knew I should have stayed out. <laughs> All right. So you're looking around for traps. Uh, um, around the sword, particularly. Around the um, sword? Okay. Um, yeah, what, I want to get uh, what, are you, what kind of traps are you looking for? Are you just looking for mechanical things, or are you yeah, trying... Any, like, pull wires or, um, like, levers that might move if, if I lift up the sword off the like and the scabbard off of the whatever's holding right. it on there. Fantastic. Let's do this. Uh, let's make a. We'll go simple. Let's do perception for uh, your character for Aerith. Perception. It's not very perceptive, but so yeah, you have that penalty. So you're looking around. It's like, well, I mean. You're not really able to suss out how you could actually mechanically trap or even what happened at, at this point with the fire erupting out. Um, but yeah, there's not really a good way that you could tell of trapping that sword uh, as part of this, uh, you know, the diorama that sits in above the mantle there. See. Well, the sword well. does appear to, with that roll, you do know the sword can easily come be lifted off of uh, the pegs that are holding it. That it rests on. Well, free sword. He's gonna he's gonna pick it up off of not being able to figure out any way to trap it. Not that you couldn't, but <laughs> yeah, you might as well take the rewards of your burning. Right, exactly. I mean, yeah, that sword already got someone killed. So enjoy your long sword. <laughs> and then he's gonna he's gonna pull it out and uh, he's gonna inspect the blade and see if. It's just like a normal longsword. Now, if you want, Orin, you can just go to the compendium and type in sword, and then you can drag longsword to your character sheet, and it'll add it on for you. Well, I know. I just didn't... I wanted to see if it was just a normal longsword, really. Uh, yeah, to your eyes, it's uh, it's well made. You'll give it that. And the hilt itself uh, almost appears to blend in the, the hilt, the pommel, and the cross guard into that very familiar windmill design. Let's see. Very nice. This shall fetch a fair price. <laughs> <laughs> may save your life if you use it right. I'm just saying. No permission. <laughs> no, I'm going to, or Red is going to step up into this little alcove, and I'm assuming those are two doors, one to the south and one to the Correct. east. Correct, yes. Um, let's, he, he's going to put his ear to the door heading to the south. Oh, okay. Let's have a perception check. Okay. Perception. Nope. <laughs> okay. Uh, so good news, bad news. There's nothing on the other side, but the doors in this place also to appear, to appear, they appear to be very well crafted of very thick wood. Um, you're guessing the mahogany is a theme throughout this house. Mahogany. 
Well, uh, we heard some thumping upstairs earlier, right? Uh, uh, we did. Are, are we trying to go up there last, or are we all just gonna die down out here? Uh, from this man <laughs> shooting fire at us through fireplaces. <laughs> Red looks at says, You've got a sword, man. Go ahead and lead. I'll follow. Uh, uh, Aaron is he's a little shooken by that. He's, uh, I, I got a family, man. <laughs> Gillian's just subtly making his way behind the guy with the shield. <laughs> like pretending like he's looking at the portraits. He's like, oh, that's interesting. I think what Breva is going to do because she's standing right beside a door. Mm -hmm. uh, she's going to let her curiosity get the best of her, and she's going to crack open the door. All right, Britha, as you crack open the door, you can hear the wooden-footed legs of chairs being slid rapidly across a wooden floor. Um, she's going to close the door. <laughs> so Britta slams then, the door shut. And then she's going to back up, uh, and then she's going to yell, something's in there. And <laughs> something's in there. Somebody go check first. <laughs> Where was that at? Can you ping that? Okay, um, Georg's going to push his way over there. He's like, I bet that's where the uh, the children are playing the pranks. I'll, I'll check that out. It's probably safer than anywhere else in the house. Right, you going through? Yep. There you go. Georg, this is a very lavishly decorated dining room. There are chairs around a table. There is another fireplace. There are windows looking out. Uh, the cutlery and the china are aligned on the table. And there is some scattered throughout the room. Not randomly scattered, but set in set pieces and display cases. The table itself is set for a meal. Uh, there are plates, there are bowls, and the plates and bowls all have either soup or some type of food upon them, uh, as well as uh, fresh loaves of bread are sitting steaming from the table itself. Georg runs up, starts pocketing <laughs> silverware, and grabbing bread off the table and putting that in his pocket. Where's your sack, man? Like, Where's your sack? I told you guys, there's nothing in here. There's a there's a meal. I think Harlux would go and check it out. No. Just go ahead and move your characters into the dining room if you so want them to go and, uh, you know, I give you the brief descriptions of things. It's up to you to figure everything out. Descriptions? Oh, yeah. Um, Not so much questions, but to be nosy enough to get someone killed again. I think Britha's going to definitely kind of peek forward <laughs> and be like, I swear I heard something in here. There is definitely, there was something in here. And is this a second door? That is a second door, yes. Okay, so there's a door here, a door here, yep. a door here, yep. and a door here. Correct. And that's the door we came through. Correct. Okay. Uh, I think... Put the observer token in the room with you guys. Nope. I think Georg. a non, um, being an urchin, uh, might try to see what she can get out of, out of this other room right here. Out of, uh... Oh, wait. 
Yeah, yeah, Anon, out of the room. You said this one, this door right here was another room? Or is that into the dining room right there? Ah, uh, you're gonna have to open it. Oh, alright. Anon's gonna take a peek inside. <clears throat> okay. Oh, she doesn't have, uh... That's Anon, correct? Yeah, yeah. She doesn't seem to have vision, does she? No, she didn't have... Uh, well, she has a torch, but it's not lit. Yeah, because you're, you're, a lot of your friends, I think, have left you guys behind of who has the visions. Some of you are standing in a a mostly dark, um, dark room now with, uh... Well, there's... Arid's right here, right next to her. I can put him in there, but... Is that Arid? Is, right is Arid's light visible to all? Um, if there's light, your token should be able to see it. That's what I have it set to. Yeah. <clears throat> Georg starts eating the bread after yeah, he's just acquired right next a turn. good amount of silverware. Ritha takes her club and just pokes at the food because it's like nobody ever comes in here. It seems suspect. And alright, so is that the fresh only... bread? So, yeah, is there anyone else going in the going to enter the dining room before I start? Kind of, I want to get back to the dining room. I want to wrap around. Uh, fresh bread in a spooky dungeon, yeah. or in a spooky mansion, mansion where people are when people are going missing. Yeah, it's alive. <laughs> Saying. So, yeah. it, it, well, if food hasn't if food hasn't been growing, <laughs> I can see people being hungry for it too. True statement. <laughs> Despite how dubious. <laughs> so, uh, if you want to move yourself in there, did you move one of your characters in there, Audra? Yep, Sunry. Okay, so I need who's in there? Georg, Britha, and Senwi. Mm-hmm. Those are the only three that went in there. Uh, well, Harlux is right at the door. Kane's kind of peeking in from the side, and Ethid is still kind of watching the stairs. All right, Harlux as well. The, th the four characters that I just named, I need you to make charisma saves. Oh, no. Okay. And in nice. fact, one of you, who was it that was the urchin? Was that the one that was eating? Uh, oh. no, the juggler. The juggler is eating. Okay. Ooh. Oh, pen. Okay, so no, that's the four of the characters, right? That no, I have, I've only done oh, no. one. I gotta do. Uh, okay. The first one was Bertha. Uh, the second one was Harlux. Uh, Harlux automatically gets minus two to all saving throws because oh, they're born on an eclipse. So that's oh, a thirteen. That's too bad. And the other one has a ten. So for the four of you, uh, you. Uh, begin to gorge yourselves on the food, and that includes Harlux. You failed the saving throw, correct? Uh, Harlux got a 13. Harlux, you failed the saving throw, and there's an overwhelming urge to pick up the food and begin devouring it. Uh, as the four of you do, I don't think any of you... Who had the 15? Uh, that would have been Harlux, but it's a 13 due to his uh, sign. Okay, so 13, yeah. So you, all four of you, begin devouring this food, and you guys can hear them. It's, 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 it's like animals eating. There are plates moving around. They're shoving in their mouths. Uh, it's almost to a level of snorting, yes. The four of you are now, uh, as, you're, as you're eating, you start the, the lightning flashes. You can hear <laughs> from back out in the, near the foyer, and when you look down, the meat is writhing with maggots. The bread has molded over. 
and all four of you have the poison condition. You are at disadvantage to all checks. Oh. <laughs> Imagine if you if you succeeded on the charisma save and then you just didn't notice that his maggots in your food and everyone else is just sitting there watching you eat maggots. <laughs> food. You're like, what's wrong, guys? There's nothing wrong with it. It's just <laughs> extra protein, bro. I wonder if you can drag the conditions over. <laughs> and you guys, you hear them go from uh, ravenous feasting to vomiting and nauseated exclamations of just utter <laughs> disgust. <laughs> Keep the silverware, though. <laughs> this will fetch a fine price. <laughs> Actually, the, bo- the bones of uh, hunted victims. Okay, uh, since Red didn't hear anything behind that door, he will check to see if it's locked, and if it's not locked, then he'll creak it open a little bit so he can peek in. It is not locked, and just looking around, what little what little light from your your torch spills in there? Uh, it looks like it might be the, um, a pantry or some sort of food preparation site. Okay, he'll close that door and he'll listen at the door to the east, and then to this one here. I didn't see. I, yeah, that one there. Right. Perfect. Yep. All right. I'm gonna gonna make a listen at that door as well. Go for it. Fifteen. Fifteen. All right. Did you hear a subtle, like a soft knocking, on that door as you as your face closes to it? It's a. And it's like they're knocking. It's like the knocking is on the door itself, not just from within the room, right? It's hard to tell. I'll put my hand on the door to see if I feel it vibrate. You do not. Hey guys, I think there might be something in this room. Is this room right here, right? Is that the same room that Anon is right next to? This one here? Yes, yeah. that's the one he's looking at. No, I'm looking at the one up here. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I thought you said that one over there. Sorry, I saw it when you, I, I flashed it. No, that that door leads into the... Uh, that door leads into the dining room. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, you do definitely hear things in there. Your restaurant party members. Hey, guys, there's somebody sick behind this door. <laughs> like, like multiple some, someone's. Might need help. Gillian looks to the guy with the sword. He's like, hey, man, you got the sword. What are you afraid of? Get in there and show them, show them why they should be afraid. <laughs> uh, 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 why don't you just go back to eating your maggots, maggot? <laughs> I'm Gillian. I, I'm just back here in the room, man. I, I didn't eat any maggots. <laughs> okay. I was going to so. have a non- um, go into this door here and like open it up but she can't see yeah she has no source of light so okay Red will go over there with her and open the, help her open the door because the Arid is right here next to her too yeah huh. when you open the door it is a it looks like a cloakroom or a closet it's it's small you can throw your character in there if you want so you can actually see it Invisibility cloaks. Oh, I yeah. can't because my character. Yeah, just takes it. Now you should be there. Able to. You go. 
Yeah, it's it is straightforward. Uh, again, it is a, a cloak room. There are several black cloaks that hang from hooks, and there is a top hat sitting on the shelf above the cloaks. That's a nice. That's a nice top hat. Nan says. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if somebody rich lived here. <laughs> Probably. And uh, she's going to attempt to reach to, to see if she can pick up the top hat. Oh, absolutely. It's probably an evil hat. It's going to take over my mind. <laughs> <laughs> is she putting the top hat on or is she just going to carry it with her? Uh, might as well free up her hands. All right. Put it on. She puts the top hat on from behind Gillian and Sine. You hear in, ah! in the foyer behind you, from the room behind you where that foyer was. Gillian jumps back. <laughs> He's like, put that hat back. I, I think whoever... Is haunting this place, wants to leave, wants his belongings where he left them. It's my hat now. You can't tell me what to do. <laughs> well, you do look quite good in it, but still. Red will start making his way over to the door or to the stairs. Uh oh. But he's, he's walking with the shield in front of him. Katara wants to go up the stairs too. Aren't you going up the back way? You're going to have to back. Whatever, I'll go behind you. So yeah, Red's on the stairs. Let's see, so... I'll have Annette follow him. Like, Annette's going to pull out her long sword and, like, get right behind him. And, like, have her sword over his shield. Sort of, like, stab out. Are the people in the dining room still barfing? (laughs) Uh, no, you guys are done. Rez, I'm moving you up the stairs, right? I assume that's where you wanted to go. And to the landing, I'm going to move... Who was that behind you, Cater? Yeah. I'm moving you behind that, which we'll see how this plays out with all that. And then Annette was going up behind the rest of them. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to put you there. Okay, so... I'll do the the second story. When you reach the second story, uh, this is a landing area. The stairs, you can see where the staircase continues up to the third level of the house. There is a set of double doors to the east and to the west. Those are visible. They are in the same design and shape as the other doors in this house. Um, However, in this upper hall, as you can see clearly, there are oil lamps mounted on the walls that are unlit. And flanking the doors is a pair of of suits of armor. That's, uh... Now, back downstairs. Uh, what do the rest of you want to do? I see someone who's sick. Georg, are you heading up the stairs as well? Yeah, Georg was, like, covered in puke, but he was remembering the safe upstairs, so he grabs his silverware and he, he starts running up the stairs. He's like, get out of my way! No! Sick as mine! Anyone downstairs want to do anything while we're still down here? Alpha wanted to see if there was a hidden room under the stairs. Oh, ah, look at that. Do you have a, a light source on that character there? I don't. Um, 
Man. Well, you do have torches, though. I do have torches. So we just need to light her torch. That is easy enough. We'll assume that we have now a torch. I'll give you your 20-foot radius. I'll give you your yes. bullshit 40-foot radius of dim light or low light. Nonsense. All right, Atha, um, you're looking under the stairs. Uh, do me a favor and give me a perception check. Scroll down. Right there. Who's that that just moved next to where Atha would be? Oh, so I said it, but uh, no, you can do it. Notice was muted. Harlux was also going to go and okay. help her with the light because he noticed that she oh, yeah, sure. had light up first. Awesome. So she got a fifteen. A fifteen, outstanding. So oh, I'm sorry, your name got covered up. Uh, Atha. Atha, as you are looking under the stairs, there is a small, loose stone tile that is set just underneath the stairs. Uh, you'd have to reach back and to, to manipulate it, or you could kind of stand and stick your leg in far enough to, to manipulate the stone. Um, you're not, it looks, with the 15, it looks like it might you're not sure if it if it pushes down or if it flips up, you know, like if it, but it's definitely different than the rest of the tile set in this floor. Now, Atha is young. She's a child, or he's a child, so you could fit into where. Oh, yes. <laughs> so are you going to okay, manipulate so... the stone? Yeah. All right, Atha's going to know. How are you going to manipulate the stone? What are you doing? Okay. So you're saying it's a floor tile piece? Yeah, yeah. Imagine the stone's cut, you know, it's about oh, one foot by one foot maybe, and it's just set sort of in the middle of the rest of where the tile would fall out underneath those stairs and throughout the rest of the room, but... Um, okay, yeah. I'm going to take my dagger and just pop the tile up. Alright, outstanding. Atha. Give me a constitution save. This place is just riddled with traps. <laughs> Arthur. Arthur, that is not good. Arthur's dead now. <laughs> oh! Arthur, as you press the dagger in and flip it up, you hear what sounds like the shattering of glass. And there is a billowing of smoke that pours out from that flagstone, and you suffer one point of damage. You're quick enough to hold your breath, or are you? How many hit points does Atha have? She has three, so now she has two. You have two. Atha, the stone is up. Um, you managed to close off your lungs. Now, however, who was the nosy busybody? Harlix. Harlux. Also require a constitution save. Alright. Five. Harlux, you take one point of damage as well. Uh, he's at zero. Oh, is there any... There's no damage left over, I take it, right? Uh, none. Just right. direct zero. So there is, uh... Harlux, there is the... When the, when the, the cloud hits you, it's not that... You go to hold your breath... But the sensation of your breath being squeezed out of your lungs is actually what does this to you. 
This isn't a simple toxin or a poisonous cloud of any kind. There is something more sinister to it. And be, you swear that you see two red eyes flash briefly in the smoke as Harlex drops to the floor. No! He seemed like such a kind soul, says Bear. <laughs> <laughs> Harlex, let's, let's have your first death save. Ooh. Alright, uh, what's the death save? Should be on oh. the character sheet, I think. 17. 17, one success. So Harlex hasn't quite gone over to the side yet. Uh, and Angel, look at uh, the guy that just exclaimed, like, quick, give him some help. Um, <laughs> I think Bertha would walk over and start trying to resuscitate him. Well, how is Bertha doing this? She has, I don't know, she has medicine. <laughs> skill. Um, she sees that he's not breathing and from the gas, so she starts uh, pretty much like pumping down on his chest to try and get him breathing again. What kind of witchcraft is this? You're supposed to slap him. Bear's going to pull out his amulet in one of his hands and he's like he's gonna start praying to the one and only it was the church of the one and only son right the undying son the undying son, son. Yeah. so he's gonna start praying to the son he's like son save him take him out of the darkness his, his, his soul must live on <laughs> so I have bad news for you on your prayers uh, in fact as you do those prayers uh, there is a large shoving of furniture on the second floor and the third floor and you can hear doors begin to open and close and slam shut repeatedly at the higher levels as well as throughout the rest of the room that you're currently in. Any door leading into and out of the room that you're currently standing in flies open and slams shut until your prayer stops. Uh. <laughs> This place must be haunted. I think we're just in the house of an atheist. He's... Doesn't believe in the sun. You can see it for crying out loud. Just open a window. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's see. Where were we on the the healing front? Uh, do you happen to have a, a like a healer's kit or anything fun? No, those are too expensive. Oh, has, oh no, she has a herbalism kit. Copper. She has a herbalism kit. Oh, there you go. Let's roll uh, medicine and see if you can yeah. stabilize the character. Yeah, she's putting like you know uh, incense on the nose. Essential oils are being rubbed all Essential over. Essential oils. <laughs> oh, <a> nineteen. <laughs> nineteen. Well done. Harlex is stabilized. So. You know, uh, interesting enough, Harlex is not going to die. Um, however, yeah. <laughs> yeah, is he back to one hit point? No, 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 you're not making it yet. Healing doesn't happen until you do rests. Yeah, yeah. Or you have a healing potion. And rests are, uh, you know. Oh, wait, no, it, she has disadvantage because she's also poisoned. It's a 12. <laughs> Oh, so I'm going to rule this, and she failed that. I'm going to need you to make the next death save. 
Damn it, why did I say something? No, it's good, though. You're honest. I know. The funny thing is, he makes the death save, and we all think she healed him, right? No. Womp, womp. (laughs) All right, so your character is being a rock in a hard place, because that last death save determines what happens. All right. Uh, So not yet, though. Uh, The rest of you are watching Britha rub essential oils uh, on all over Harlick's face and underarm pits and other vital parts of the body. However, some of you may feel about that. That may or may not be an indicator that Ruth is a follower of the old ways instead of the Church of the Undying Light. Blasphemy! Um, <laughs> for the rest of you down on the first floor, is there anything else you'd all like to do? Or Actually, let me get back to Atha and the rest of you can think about what you want to do. Atha, now that the flagstone is up, what are you doing? Uh... I'm going to send my pet mouse into the hole to find out what's there. Oh. Alright. Uh, the mouse goes in a little bit, dips down, uh, but is able to stand back up. So it's a very shallow uh, compression or a hole that's been put into the floor here. So when it stands back up, you can see the top of its little mouse head, and it's just looking around, and it seems to be running around a little box, you know, the, the, the cutout area. Also, doesn't go anywhere. No, no, it's just a hole in the floor, apparently. Okay, well, <clears throat> then that's that. Time to go. I think it's safe to assume this house is just full of traps. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> so, to be fair, Arthur, because Arthur's a new player, Arthur cannot see into the hole where the mouse is. You simply had the mouse run into the hole, and the mouse went down into it deep enough to where it would have to stand back up for you to see it. So, you could, like, run your finger in there to see if there's a catch, if there's a thing like that. Yes. Okay. Do I dare stick my hand in there? <laughs> Harlux is like, yes! Okay, let's do it, because that was like, the the poison it's gas was a trap, so let's see what's what else is in there. Alright. Fortune was safe, my hand should be. Fortune favors the bold. So, Atha, one, there is no glass inside the hole. None at all. However, you do come back with a small black velvet bag. Oh. And the bag has weight to it, and it sounds when you... Well, let's, let's say that. Are you going to pick the bag up, or are you leaving the bag in the hole? Oh, we're taking it. So when you pick the bag up, it does have weight, and as you get closer, it feels like there's something inside the bag, and um, it feels roundish. Um, you can feel manipulating in your hands through the back. Mm-hmm. But they don't feel pointed or jagged or anything like that. Does it feel like marbles or rings? Marbles would be a good description, yes. Okay, let's take it. All right. You can look inside. What's inside. What is inside? There are four, uh, looks like marbles, but they're made out of metal. Uh, a silver metal. Babies? <laughs> no, no, they're about the size of marbles. Okay. Ball bearings. Um, anything else? That, that is it. Okay. We got a nice little bag for it, though. <laughs> uh huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, um, I don't know what to do with it yet, so well, I guess we'll just you put it on your character sheet because yep. you want to keep it. Okay. <laughs> just type yeah. it in there somewhere. 
for the rest of you oh, yeah. downstairs, what do you want to do? So what you're saying is she's got bigger balls than a lot of us now. Just saying, as a child. <laughs> as a child. She's <laughs> 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 got balls as big as church bells. As a child. Uh, okay. So upstairs. Yeah, let's red. Go, yeah, let's go upstairs. It's, let's let's do this. That way, it gives you a chance to talk about what's you know if you want to alert anybody. Yeah, Red is gonna take a look at this first. Step. Well, okay, I guess first of all, is that a door? That is a door. Yes. And then we've got double doors here. Yes. Okay. Um, and. This is where I. This is the landing, and then this is how I go back up to the third floor. Correct? Yeah, it loops back around. Yeah. Okay. Good. Just wanted to make sure. Uh, or was this the place that's coming from downstairs? No, no, no. The, you came up, and then it's hard to see, but there should be like this crack in the. It looks like a crack in the in the stairwell, and that's how they okay. broke it off of going up and down. Okay. Cool. Um, then let's. Uh, before I even get near the statues, Red will listen at that door all right. to see if uh, he can hear anything, especially since all the doors started opening and slamming. Did, did he see anything happen while the doors were opening and slamming? You did not. Okay. Then, let's listen at the door. All right. Uh, perception. Man! I, I have not made a single roll tonight. What a shock. Um, in, in which case, is the door locked? The door is not locked. Then he'll... He will push it open. But he's going to have his shield in front of him to in case something tries to shoot him. And he's, like, crouching down as much as he can behind the shield. All right. So as you slowly move in the room... Yes? Yep. All right. Go ahead and push yourself and in. That, and that's going to, like come up behind him while he's like crouched down and like hiding sort of behind the shield and she's gonna get behind him well the crouch question down is, and... well you're on a stairwell so it's it's not a grand staircase so is cater gonna allow you annette to move past you or move past her or cater move know. move right now no, I'm just... yeah. come on i'm just kidding all right so <laughs> position myself to... georg are you moving up Georg's in the back, just like puking over the rail. He's like, oh. Still kind of nauseous. It's not good. Puking on to, um, what's that little kid's name? <laughs> I don't know. He's Papa. puking on, he, he, he likes The guy dying. <laughs> Basically. Um, no, because I'm still kind of under the stairs. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. That's close. Ah, Red. <laughs> this room is set up to look like, uh, well, sorry, it's set up to function as quarters. Um, it's it's a, it's essentially a, a closet space for two human beings to live. What's that on the eastern wall? That is a dumb waiter. As opposed to their smart one, yeah. who left their employee. Um, <laughs> Every movie I've ever I, seen tells me to go in there. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I want Annette to take a swing on this chest here. Yeah, sorry, Fred, did you that or the one that thing the door little obstacle behind you? Sorry. Oh, I, I didn't know there was an yeah, obstacle sorry, behind sorry. me. Yeah, uh, so uh, the, what's that obstacle behind me? The obstacle behind you that is a dumb waiter. Okay, so what's that thing there? That is a, it looks like a warming pipe or maybe a small chimney space. 
Okay, so something to kind of bring heat to the room. Yes. Is the room hot or cold at the moment? The room is cold. The whole house has been cold, but not unpleasantly so. Okay. And are those chests there? They are there. Everything in this room that you see is there. I'm going to take a swing at this chest. When you say take a swing, what do you mean? With my sword, I'm about oh. taking a big old ah, chop. Crap. <laughs> Red immediately jams himself into the corner with the shield in front of him. All right. <laughs> you and that sword have Wait, you're supposed to be in front of me! Um, yeah, go ahead and make that swing on that hard-ass chest. All right. That would be uh, oh. just a strength roll? Ah, uh, no, it's an attack no. roll. Oh, yeah. attack roll. Oops. Oh, yeah, yeah. It should be able to on your, put on your It'd character. be right underneath your hit dice stuff. Yeah. If you added the longsword, it should have a spot there for you. Oh, right, right, right. And are you using it one-handed or two-handed? I'm going to use it two-handed. Then roll that button. 1d10 minus 1. Oof. All right. That sword, you get... It strikes true, right? It's hard to miss the broadside of a barn. However, comma, it's that you're just not accustomed to holding a blade, apparently. And you get those, those, the vibrations run down... Uh, the bones in your arm and you realize like oh my god this thing is rock hard this, the blade is wobbling back and forth yeah, like, wah, 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 yeah very much so Hrev, behind you when he strikes that chest you hear from the dumbwaiter I turn around and look at it and step uh, step towards the chest a little bit more. Okay. The door to the dumbwaiter is is closed. Ethid, who is that? That's uh, Ethid. From there, from this room here that you're next to. Yeah. You suddenly hear. Ring ring, ring ring. Um. I think Ethan will hear that. He'll pull out his long sword and try and act really tough, and he will kick open that door. Does Ethan have a light source? No, he does not. He hasn't thought this through. All right, so Ethan, Ethan kicks open the door. All right, outstanding, Ethan. I who are you on top of? Oh, Kenny. Ethan, I need a. Jesus, here in the dark. I need a dexterity save at disadvantage. Cater. That is a 10. Alright, Ethan. Bear with me on that. Cater, as you moved aside in order to allow uh, a net to pass, um, you're, you heard a net, you heard the, the clobbering go down. Um, do me a favor and give me a uh, intelligence. Ethan, you take two points of damage as massive amounts of cutlery and cleavers come hurling off the wall, coming straight at your character. Alright. What does that leave Ethan at? Three. Wow. Ethan was... He has, he has five. Nice. Ethan's yeah. up there. Ethan's a tank. That's what I'm talking about. Ethan, he hopefully will survive. Cater, how'd that roll go for you? I think you should be able to just click intelligence. Cater. Oh, sorry. No, you're good. And she's making a what? Intelligence. 
intelligence save or just a roll just a roll so if you come over here and scroll up you can just click on the intelligence part or maybe it's the i think it's the little piece yeah no uh maybe click on the two good oh that's not working huh Uh -uh. maybe you can't just make straight oh Oh, the the name of it. Yeah, on the name. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, thought yeah, it was yeah. there, but okay. Yeah. Hey, you rubbed off on me. Oh, look at that. I rub off. I rub off on everybody. All right, Kater, you haven't. There's just something not right. I mean, besides the house in general, not right. <laughs> but just this room, you have a real weird feeling that runs down the this you know, the back of your neck and it causes the the hairs on your you know on the on the back of your neck. And Arms to slightly raise uh, just for a briefest of moments. Uh, Harlix, let's have that last death save. You can do it, Harlix. We believe you can do it. No, Harlix, do you know what the death save rules are? Well, he has one success and two failures, so no. Does he start foaming at the mouth? No. Is he totally fine and this is all just a bad dream and he's in his bed? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not quite that bad. Why does my screen keep on going upwards? I don't know. I I get... I had to use... uh, Edge for part of this. It's just oh god, it continues to just. I'm gonna be back in one sec. I'm just refreshing because my uh, screen is stuck, so it keeps on trying to move it whenever I move my mouse. Yeah. So just just so you know, a, a roll of ten or higher is a success on Destiny. Oh, so he got a success. He did get a success. Yes. Let us celebrate. Yay! We have another meat shield for a little bit. Harlix is still up. Eyes flutter open as you realize you are. You're the shit's been beaten out of you, though. And he's covered in. And he's covered in vomit. (laughs) (laughs) For some reason, you smell lavender. Yeah. (laughs) Smells like lavender. Mama? Mama, is that (laughs) you? Red is going to take a sack and see if this chest at the foot of that bed is locked and if it's not he's going to use the sack to open it because he doesn't want like needles to stick his hand or anything he's he's seeing all the crap that everybody else has taken is like forget this i'm i'm he's he's like trying to form a, a makeshift glove sort of thing with the sack okay <laughs> uh annette sees him doing that and she's like hey, that's a good idea i'll do the same thing but on this chest here They're both mimics, actually. They're not mimics. They're not mimics, but what they are is they have very neatly folded uh, servants' clothing inside of them, uh, free of dust, free of cobwebs, free of any signs of wear or tear. To be specific, where's the gold? I will look under the clothes to see if there's anything underneath of the clothing. There's a set of formal shoes. 
uh, as well as the hosiery that goes for it. But other than that, there is nothing else apparent in the chest outside the clothing. Okay. Is that true in, the, in both of them? That is true on both of them, just from quick moving the clothing around. Uh, gotcha. That is what you see. He'll look under the mattress and under the bed of, of both of those beds as well, just to see if there's anything else. Let's have it. Let's have the investigation. Sorry. Okay. Investigation. Are we both? Doing Yay! That? Four. If you, you, want. you can, yeah. If you want to do, get in on it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Investigation. It's only at a minus one. <laughs> so that's not terrible. Hey, 13. Did better than me. <laughs> there you go. So, you guys ransacked the uh, the bedding of these servants. The beds themselves were also made. Uh, they had done up just like someone had gotten up in the morning and made the beds properly and tucked everything in and made the corners uh, to specifications and then walked out. Uh, However, you don't, neither one of you find anything of significance or value underneath the mattresses. Nothing's tucked away. Nothing leads you to believe that there's anything further hidden either inside the mattresses or along the headboard sides of the walls. Okay. Then I will come back out of that room and then. Uh... Well, let's take a break. Let's go downstairs. Because we got, okay. got 15,000 people sitting downstairs. So, what do you party people want to do? Well, I think uh, Kane walks over to uh, Harlex, says, get up, son, you're a sailor. You know, uh, you should be doing better. And he starts to kind of, like, push Harlex up the stairs as he's still, like, hazed. But Breathe being like, no, you should probably be fine. And Ethan just doesn't give a shit as he's picking off for cutlery off of himself. Um, so Kane's pushing... Harlick's up the stairs. Bretha is like, no, no, he's got to be fine. But Kane keeps on pushing her. So Bretha goes up the stairs with him. And Kane kind of falls behind with Ethan's pride kind of broken. But no. Uh, all right. And he I'll doesn't even look in the room. He just says, fuck it. Harlick's is coming up the stairs. Yeah. And Wolf and Ames were going to start heading up the stairs as well. Yeah. Wolf is heading up the stairs too. All right. Because there were no. And there were. Were there other. Do and before we go upstairs, Wolf will ask. Were there other doors in the in the dining room to go to other parts of the house? Because I mean, this is a really short floor. I don't know. Senway's still in the doorway, passed out from puking. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a room filled with puke. Do you really yeah. want to go in there? Want to go in there? Okay. <laughs> then, then Ames and Wolf will start walking upstairs as well. Yeah. So I think everyone's walking upstairs now. Yeah. Yeah. Let me move this character down here and see if this helps. It does. So, maybe it's hard to see on the map. I think they did the map wrong. There is another door in the western wall uh, in that in the grand room where the fireplace detonated on you guys. Yeah. And it is where the observer token is. I don't know why they, they, they get the map really rough, but there is a door right where that is. I didn't realize you guys oh. couldn't see that. That's odd. Uh, currently, it looks like we're actually playing, you know, like that game where... There's like all those cars in a square, and you have to move them over to the left. Yeah, and yeah. To finally get through. So, so you're saying there's a door there? There's right? a door right there. And this yeah. is the door we came in. Yes. Okay. Oh, you can see it Wolf, now. That's really weird. Yeah. Then, then Wolf will. Uh, well, the tokens take up the full square, and so ah. a lot of things like I can't see anything underneath of my. Right yeah. Door. Okay, that makes sense. But if you had it back there, I saw where you can see it. Okay, so yes, yeah. there's that door there. So the answer is yes. Okay. 
Th then, then Wolf. Ames has already started walking up the stairs. Wolf will um, take a look in that door, but before he does, he will take his dagger out. Okay. And he's going to uh, push the door open. All right. Does Wolf have a light source? He does. So you can go ahead and light one of his torches. Alright, Wolf, you're going in. Go ahead and go yep. on in. Alright, Wolf, this is a den or a sitting room. There is a fireplace to the southern wall. There is a couple of beautiful high back leather chairs uh, facing the fireplace with a small serving table between them. And there is a tall cabinet that reaches almost to the ceiling along the northern wall and yes there are in fact three stuffed wolves uh, where those wolf positions are indicated as well as a small table that could be used for games of chance or eating or what these I'm assuming are windows those are windows Hey guys, this is a, a sitting room. Uh, in here, what's on the shelf, or what's on the on that uh, like shelf, chest, whatever? It's uh, so it's a it's an armoire and it is closed. I think okay. uh, Breather and Kane might walk in. Ah, put your characters in there. Then Wolf will take a look at the armoire and he will. Uh, he's going to inspect the, the like the crease between the the, the doors and see if there's any trip wires or things like that because he wants to open it but he's going to search it for traps to make sure there's no uh things like that so he's looking like between the seam to see if he can see anything there that might break he's going to be looking at the handles to see if there's anything well I, i'm assuming it's just a pull like we don't have to twist handles or anything like that to open it uh so we'll get to that go ahead it is locked so but okay. you, you're, you're doing you're doing perfect go ahead and do that okay uh so, is this a perception roll you want? It is a perception roll, please. Nope. Looks, oh, uh, wait. Yeah, no, that was... <laughs> it looks totally... That, that was red. That was red. I need to roll wolf. Sorry. Oh, it was like, that's totally safe. Um, while he's doing that, the rest of you, I see four of you going up the stairs, and then Gillian, Sign, Horn, and Ethid, and... I don't know who that is. <clears throat> I think Ethid would like to light a torch... Just so he can actually see into that room now that he's gotten all the silverware off of him. Nice. Yeah, I mean, you get brutalized by your lighting. Yeah. That's alright. Wolf rolled a six. Wolf rolled a six. Uh, I mean, if you're going to put a fancy cabinet inside of your fancy sitting room, why would you do anything to it to hurt somebody? Well, besides lock it, I mean. Yeah, besides lock it, right? That's yeah. enough. So I'm going to try and break the lock. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Are you not going to try to... Well, you don't... Oh, yeah. What is Wolf? What's your background? Uh, Wolf is a sailor. Oh, okay. So, uh, he, uh, he, I, I, he wants to own his own ship someday and, and um, perhaps even strike a deal with what's-his-name on his club uh, pyramid scheme. 
like transport the clubs and and who, who knows maybe there's some seals up north that he might even be able to Aww. get in on get, get, like expand his business that way so um but yeah so he, he's also he, he likes his drinks so always looking for that so he, he's figuring there's probably some some alcohol within this cabinet because that's where he'd keep his is locked behind a, a good door so all right let's let's attack that attack that lock what are you using to attack the lock with his dagger all right let's do it so make an attack roll make an attack roll absolutely uh while you're doing that gillian can i roll something above a 10 this entire freaking game nothing above a 10 this is so sad uh for gillian sign uh, i don't know how you pronounce that horn Eat the ad, lit a toys, lighting a torch, uh, and Ken, Kenway. What are you guys, what are the four of you doing? Oh, Senway? I don't know. I think Ethan is probably going to see a door on the other side. Can you see, like, what's the room that Ethan's in currently? That is a kitchen and a pantry. It is a preparatory area. Uh, Ethan's going to yell. He's like, I found the kitchen and there's a door. Um, that's not a toilet. It's a basement. And there's a toilet. It's not a toilet. That's a weird place for a toilet. Hey man, have you ever been at that? Haven't you ever been at cooking at the stove and you're like, man, I really gotta go to the washroom, but the water's starting to boil. It used to take a while to cook things. They didn't have microwaves back then, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Chef Mike. Uh, so the four of you are going up the stairs. Uh, you're gonna be blocked by your companions unless your companions move about the room. I'll say that. So though, if you're if you're on the landing on the stairs, you can kind of move yourselves somewhere else. Uh, just don't go through the doors yet, please, if you're planning on it. Or you can block your companions and then I'll leave them on the stairs. Harlux is kind of stuck in between two people. Well, Wolf, I need you to hold on a second because we're about to get real fun here. Okay. Uh -oh. <laughs> Those wolves are coming to life, aren't they? They are. They are. How come it added? It always does this. It acts dumb as hell. I'm like, just add them, and it's like, oh, did you mean now? I'm like, yeah, I mean now. <laughs> All right, I gotta move this turn. I gotta get this. So right, as back. you're beating the crap out of that lock, those four wolves. Three. Three wolves. Sorry, they. They do, in fact, spring to life. I knew it. Did you, though? Yeah, pretty much. It's like was... what's going to happen with these suits of armor up here. Yeah. That, that, that's that's my, my fear as well. <laughs> yeah. The now, that's, that, of like... course, is meta knowledge, but you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> try to dismantle all of them at once. Yeah. There you go. All right, let's do a, a little initiative roll for the people who are in the room with the wolves and then I'm going to roll for the wolves. Alright. Initiatives. Is that going to... Oh, does it go to the damn... Hey, I got a 17! Oh, it does go to the First to die. Your yeah. best roll yet. Dang, y'all got, got a lot of initiatives. Kane got a 4. That's a 2 plus a 2. And Britha gets... Oh my god, it's just rolling the goddamn wolves over. I, I got a nat 20 for Britha and a 2 for... And a two for, uh, what was it, Kane. 
What the fuck came then? Okay, seriously, he has a four, his stats are 14, 14, 16, 10, 17, and 6. And I have not succeeded an initiative of 4 with a plus 2. That like, sounds oh. terrible. Gritha, on the other hand, is champing it with no stats whatsoever. I don't know what to say. Hands. Oh, man. I that, love it. That's too I love bad. It. Hey, look at the wolf goes first. I kind of want Bertha to survive now. <laughs> I told you to have your favorite. So the wolf here is the first one to spring to life, and it is going to... It snaps to life, and there is a peal of thunder and lightning. The doors flare open, they slam shut, the fireplace erupts into a black flame, and it feels like the very foundations of this house begin to shudder as the wolf snaps out at you, Kane. Uh, technically, actually, Britha has highest initiative, but... It's, wait, how? 19. Oh, how come it didn't add to it? Uh, I'm not too sure why it didn't add to it. I did it for both Kane and Breathe, and neither of them had it, so I just kind of wrote it in manually. Okay, let me have it then. Sorry. What is Breathe's 19? What is yeah. Kane? One, uh, four. A four? And what yeah, because he, he got a two plus a two. Is everyone else on there then? No. I, I had to manually add my 17 in there, but I Atha. added it. What did Atha get? Why is he not doing uh, it? I rolled a one. Okay. Hmm. That's fine. All right, so now we got Britha is up. Yeah, go Britha. There uh, we go. She's no, going to... She's going to... Wait, what was train. the wave? Hold on. What? So, oh, no, no, no. I was just thinking of something. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, go ahead. What you're, uh, do what you're going to do, Britha. It's going to club it. You're going to club it. Do I just click on the club button, or what do I do? Yeah, if you click on the club. Yeah. Armor class is a 13. Under, class, under attacks. Seven. Seven. Right, you strike out with that club, and the wolf is quick. And Bertha strikes. Bertha strikes the dog piss out of this little uh, curio cabinet. <laughs> now the wolf gets to bite Kane. Not Kane. All right, let's this. Set. This is, unless your armor class happens to be incredibly bad. No. Kane's good. All right. The wolf snaps at you, and Kane manages to get that one of the goddamn chairs between it and the wolf as the wolf begins stalking Kane. Uh, who's up next? Wolf. wolf. Yep. Yeah. He is going to, uh, like, take his dagger and just jam it up. Well, he's going to attempt to hit that wolf. <laughs> we'll put it that way. Since we know how my dice roll. <laughs> Um, I'm not expecting anything cool out of him. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, nice. Let's roll that damage. Come on. Four piercing. Four piercing. All right. I think they have their stuff on their token. But his intent was to like just ram that up through that thing's jaws. So I'm dirty. They, do have, they have their uh, their. You can. I, I think. You, can you guys see their hit point bar on the token? Nope. No. Oh, that's really okay. So yeah, you slash at the wolf like with its forepaws. It's taking a step towards you, and it does a, a quick jump, and it jumps back as you manage to open up part of its leg. And um, then I say, "Sit." Okay. And then the wolf. When the next two wolves get to attack. And the wolf gets to return the favor on you. 
said, you sit, human. Is your armor class better than a 15? <laughs> You're so funny. I have to ask. I have to it's ask. an 11. My armor class is 11. Where is the goddamn roll damage button on this thing? If you just uh, click on the attack on the roll uh, template there. Uh-huh. I believe if you click that, that should roll damage for you. Like if, yeah. Oh, look at that! Eight piercing damage, and that will be an insta kill. That is an insta kill. That wolf, it's when you guys see your wolf slash it with its dagger, and that thing rears back and does a hop up and snatches your wolf by the throat and comes down and begins shaking the crap out of wolf's corpse. It's a wolf-eat-wolf wolf world. Yeah, it is a wolf-eat-wolf wolf world. <laughs> Next one, there's another wolf on uh, Britha. Yeah. I think I didn't decide to go into that room. I was thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Britha. Okay. You want to roll damage? Oh, I do. I really do. <laughs> Is that a nat 20? Oh, it sure was. That is a nat 20. Uh, that doesn't bode well for you. No, okay. Yeah, that's 16 <laughs> points of damage. <laughs> Again, the wolf stomps on Bertha and begins dragging her corpse into a corner uh, where its original form was. Kane, right. what would you like to do, Kane? Uh, I think he's going to... Okay, so there's two wolves in front of him and one behind him. He's going to first... He's gonna move. Oh wait, if I move back, they get an opportunity to attack, don't they? Uh, there's really nowhere you can move that doesn't. I mean. Okay, I'm gonna try and get the wolf behind me. All right. Yeah, you're kind of in a weird position because no matter where you move, if, yeah, you're, you can go through them and have them. Chomp, nope. Chomp on. You. Oh, I've, I've got a fucking one. <laughs> I've had four in this fucking game. Arthur, <laughs> what do you want to do, Arthur? <laughs> Uh, um, I'm running out and slamming the door. <laughs> I, was, I was like, just run away. Run the rest away. of you downstairs see Atha slam the door shut. Up top you can hear Atha slam the door shut. Well, you hear the door slam shut, a single door, uh, amidst the growls and cries of pain and terror. <laughs> oh, I, why is Senway on the initiative? I'm sorry. He's not even in the room. Yeah, no, that's really weird. I got rid of that. Uh, so, Kane, what 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 is your plan, Kane? You're. Um. Are you resigned to your fate? He's going to try and like. Two of the wolves are currently munching, right? I mean, yes. However, you know that's not a thing. So. Yeah, um, he's going to try and fight his way out. He doesn't really have a choice. No, no, no. I guess we'll... three rolls. Oh, it, now I put him in there. Okay. I got an initiative of twenty-two. All right. <laughs> My goodness. Very nice. I'm gonna take Britha off there. Yeah, this will come out stronger. How come it's not uh, showing you? I put in a twenty-two. Okay. Uh, he's going to stab at the wolf again. 
Uh, I don't have you as a 22 on here. Hold on. I mean, I know you have it. It's just, I don't know why it's doing this. So he's going to stab at another wolf. Okay. Which one? Uh, The one that's already injured. That's this one here. Yes. 24. There you go. Roll that damage. 14. 14. Oh, my word. That is phenomenal. Whoa, how does... No, it should be a d4 plus 2. Plus 2. So that's... Yeah, you rolled a d20. Yeah, I rolled a, d- I rolled a d20 when I clicked on the damage type. No, I just clicked your damage type on dagger and it rolled a 6 plus 4. Alright. Did you click the dagger? I... On the... On the, on the oh, chat. no, I, I clicked the... Okay. Yeah, click on yeah. the chat. Got it. Alright. All so right. that's six, 7. 7. So this wolf is still busy wrestling with uh, your buddy wolf, uh, and you managed to bury that dagger into the side of its neck uh, and cut through its carotid artery, and it begins pumping blood all over its body. You go. It, it collapses. You actually have a clear path to that door. All right, he's going to try and make a run for it. Let's do that. I do technically it's going to do that. Wolf needs a free attack on you. When you drop this wolf, this wolf vanishes. This wolf vanishes, and all it remains are these two stuffed wolves here. And this wolf stuffed is lying in tatters on the floor with all its taxidermy removed and spilled everywhere. Oh. Okay, he gets out. Uh, he closes the door and thinks very, well, hold on, very hold on. long uh, about. It's not that easy. Atha is yeah. still technically in the way of the door. All right, I'm gonna smash the door down. Now. <laughs> Why don't you just knock and I'll move? <laughs> uh, there's wolves attacking. I'm pretty sure you're more thinking. Whatever <laughs> knocks at the door. I'm running. I'm running up the stairs. I'm telling everybody else, get out of the way! Hurry up! <laughs> Right, you have mouths. <laughs> yeah, you, you, have, you have a mouth. I must scream. Kane is through the door, slams the door shut. Uh, man. But yes. Everyone out here is just chilling. I mean, yeah, they just heard the screams and monstrosities and watched Atha sprint out and slam the door shut. The smartest move that may have been made. Is, uh, <laughs> is Kane, like, covered in blood from when he stabbed that wolf in the neck? Kane? Or uh, the... Yeah, I would say definitely because, you know, it is a dagger and he's sliced open and he looks around the room and he says, thanks for not helping. I plan to not do the same for you. (laughs) (laughs) Kate's full petty. Bear Bear looks at him he's like, I tried to pray for you again and the doors started going crazy. Obviously, this place is haunted. The the question I have, though... uh... Scott is—is is he covered in blood? I mean, the the wolves went back to taxidermy, so it could have been an illusion, right? I mean, from my perspective. So, is he truly covered in blood? He is truly covered in blood. Okay. <laughs> he is he's not blood. having a good day so far. He's had a 
trap explode on him when it wasn't even him who activated it. You've had a better uh, day than Wolf and uh, <laughs> Wolf and what Britha? And, and, yeah, Wolf and Alice even. And, Alice. and Harlux. And Harlux Harley. almost pretty much died. Poor Alice. Poor Alice. Uh, and Ethan, who is none the wiser, kind of just looks over and is like, hey, there's another room in here. <laughs> and sees Kane with blood and just kind of like goes silent. <laughs> and he kind of just tucks his head back in and says, Let's go check it out. I want to die. <laughs> okay. and, Orin, when do you need to end? Because I know yeah. you have to work. Yep, I was going to ask that. Probably around like 11 is fine. Okay, so, so if we want 30 more minutes, we can do 30 more minutes. Um, Actually, I think that might be a good climactic pause of like okay. a bunch of wolves just came alive and beat the dog piss out of a few of you. and then you That'll also them. save me a lot of editing time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna end the recording.